Welcome to Phantom Faction Podcast, a podcast to educate, entertain, assist, and guide anyone involved or interested in the paranormal. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com. Here's your trio of hosts, Dan, John, and Danny. Welcome to Phantom Faction Podcast, episode 27. I'm Danny. I'm Dan. And I'm John. And we've got uh, lots of great comments. And um, on our Facebook site, we've been posting some pictures up. And we've been getting lots of comments and questions about that, right, John? Yes, we have. Some people wanted some clarification on those uh, trail cam pictures. So what I was going to say was those pictures were all taken on the same night in five-second intervals. It was not snowing. And that one picture where it looks like something's streaming through the woods. Mm -hmm. I've been photographing that with my trail cameras for years. And prior to knowing anything, I was actually deleting all those pictures because my first thought was when I got a trail camera for Christmas, it was a cheap piece of crap, and that's why it's doing that. (laughs) And I get those kinds of uh, blurring white motions in summertime and spring. And as I keep getting them, I'll give them to Dan to post and put them up there. So just to catch up, um, on Facebook, which if you just uh, search for Phantom Faction, that you'll be able to uh, come to our Facebook site. We posted some pictures up there. This trail cam is in behind your house. Yeah, so I got bush behind my house. Right. And I've been taking pictures for years of deer, fox, coyote, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Put this new camera up, and first set of pictures, that's what I got. And we had a lot of people asking about what that shiny image was. Mm -hmm. I have no idea. Um, I could give Dan pictures that it's taken of deer, at night, and they turn out perfectly clear. But whatever that was, it was reflective. Right. And I don't know what it was. And one listener commented that it looked like a guy on horseback. Yeah, he wondered if it was like a horse and rider. Mm -hmm. Um, If you stood there, um, it would be, we're talking miniature horse and rider, because it's a very small trees. Yeah. And without a person being there, you don't know the scale. Mm -hmm. But that's a path that goes through my woods, and it connects with my neighbors. And uh, back in there, we got a bench that we'll sit on and just enjoy nature. But um, normally, if that was a deer, you look at it and see it's a deer. Right. But whatever that is, and I'm not saying it's paranormal, I have no clue, but it's highly reflective. And the camera I have now is even better than the one I had before. And it's shooting at uh, 14 megapixels. And whatever that was fooled it. And it came out hot and reflective. Right. And every five seconds, it takes a picture. So whatever it was, moved and was gone within five seconds, and we didn't get another shot. Right. So it automatically takes a shot when it catches yeah, motion, motion activated. Yeah. Motion activated. Yeah. And it's attached to a tree. Yep. Or... Stuck on a tree. Sometimes I'll right. put food out to bait things to try to get pictures of stuff. Uh, right. So this is just a kind of a hobby, uh, trying to ca- capture just wildlife. Cu- I knew that there was a lot of wildlife back there. You know, I get wild turkeys, I get everything. And so I just wanted to, to prove it. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I wish I had kept them now. I couldn't tell you how many pictures I've deleted, like the one that looks like that white mist just blowing through the woods. And I thought it was a a camera problem. And I get that in the summertime, spring and fall, you'll see it. It's all green foliage, and you get this white going through there. Um, And people have asked, was it snowing? Well, you can see in the other pictures within five seconds, it wasn't snowing. And it didn't snow that day. Um, So anyway, people asked about it. What that thing is that's highly reflective, I've been asked multiple times. I have no idea. It would be the size of either a really, really big dog, 
or a medium-sized deer, but for some reason it came back just all hot white. And that never happens. That's the first time I've seen what could be an animal right. come back hot white. Just didn't make any sense. Hmm. Yeah. But the reason we did it was that white mist. Like, and I, Dan and I talked about it, and it was it didn't snow. That wasn't no. blowing snow. It was no snowflakes, nothing. Especially we get the same phenomenon in the summertime, too. Yep. Yep, and the other thing too, and I've said this before, I there are times I'll be outside and I swear I can hear what sounds like some kind of a chant going on. Right. And this has all been native land. Uh, we know there's a desecrated native um, uh, burial ground that would be ballparking 400 yards from my house. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, this, yeah. this, this, the forest has got a really cool and weird vibe at the same time. Yeah. I think almost any forest, um, because of the life inside of it, meaning the trees and everything, everything is living, right? Everything attracts energy. It's all energy, right? Yeah, it's all energy. And uh, I just know even as a kid, I mean, I loved walking through the bush. And just, you know, it would be almost a peaceful calm in there a mm-hmm. lot of times and I'm sure there could be negative energies as well but never noticed it when I was younger but uh, just it seemed like I was receiving messages even when I was younger mm. you know when I was out in the woods for some reason and so I, I would think that the energy there what kind of messages though <sighs> put your balance back on I <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> no 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 more or less. And Dan I, never misses a yeah. beat, folks. I, oh he's my waiting God. to pounce at any second. I, oh. don't, I don't claim <laughs> to be psychic or anything, but you know there were messages that came to me that were reflective later on Danny, in my life. Put yeah. your pants back. <laughs> the forest ranger's coming. <laughs> so I can totally understand about energy <laughs> systems in the forest. So And that uh, other pick, the shadow man yeah. in your home. And so here's the other backstory on that. Um, I've been people, telling a lot of Dan people commented on that one for weeks now. I've got a four foot shadow man I see running around my house. I believe he's come from some of the pictures that we've been asked to look at. Maybe. And so he was popping in and out, and I saw him plain as day. And I was so focused on this little shadow guy, I didn't even notice the one Dan pointed out. Didn't one, even know it was the one there. that I posted. Yeah, that's right. The one and 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 that picture. Unfortunately, everybody knows I take a picture, then I. Text it to Dan. Dan puts it on Facebook. There's a, the, the picture degrades. Right. But if you look on the small wall that is beside my stairs, so the stairs are going up, and you'll see that kind of triangular wall, I've got a picture of a small shadow man that's emerging from that wall. But it doesn't show up really well. You can take that Facebook picture and blow it up. It's slightly there. But if you look at the picture on my phone, you can see he's there plain as day. And that's what I was going after. And then when Dan goes, well, what about this guy? I was like, Shit, I didn't see it. <laughs> that's I didn't, the one I thought you yeah, were talking no, about. No, I didn't even notice it. Right. Yeah, so that's the, the, the story on and that. And when I posted it, some of the people said, oh, you didn't even have to outline him. Like, you could see him plain as day. But then I showed some of our fellow investigators. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I don't see any shadow, man. <laughs> right. I'm like, what? I said, like, yeah, he sticks out like a sore thumb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the, the picture on my phone, you can see the little guy in the wall coming out. Yeah. And I was trying to get him because this little guy annoys the hell out of me. He yeah. walks back and forth in the, the kitchen. People have said to me, what are you looking at? Because all of a sudden I'll look. And mm-hmm. and, it, and that's what I was trying to get. Didn't even see the big one that Dan didn't even realize he was there. So yeah. 
keen on this little He's ship. very prominent. Right. Yeah. It is yeah. Uh, awful tough to, to capture these things uh, on camera. Mm-hmm. Especially um, like clear like that, too. Yeah, but every once in a while. I mean, even just people taking pictures and then after they're, I was going to say develop. You don't need to develop them anymore. But no. yeah. after you yeah. see them and it's like, what is that in the background? Yeah. You know, like it's it, almost it like maybe he noticed that I was fixated on the little guy. And yeah. he was watching or something, and I caught him too. I don't know. But I didn't even know that that was there. I'm showing Dan the picture right now. Yeah. If you look right there, you can see him emerging from that little triangular wall. But unfortunately, the, when the picture degrades as you send it and you keep sending it. Yeah. And I, that's the what I was going The other guy looks after. like he's even wearing a hat, though. Yeah. Well, you know, the hat man. Yep, that's right. He's exactly. The hat man. Does he ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, unfortunately, if you take that picture and blow it up, and you look to the right side by the stairs, you probably can't see what I'm talking about because the picture's degraded yeah, enough. But here, dark. you can see his outline, and he was actually going into the wall yeah. when I took that picture. Dan, have you ever taken pictures that you've, you've captured something? Uh, if I have, I didn't notice, and I, I deleted it, yeah. them. So yeah. That's one of the things that, we, yeah. that we've been trying to do more of on our that's investigations good. with ship. Right. It's to take a lot more pictures. Right. Because we're pretty lax. We're all about the audio. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, exactly. Again, getting EVPs and uh, using the spirit box, but uh, Tony's been you know, mm-hmm. very adamant about us taking a lot of photos. Yeah, and, and with the, with a digital camera, you can do that all night till you're yeah, that's you right. Know, that's right. The cows come home. So yeah, yeah, you can easily get rid of them, and uh, mm-hmm. you know the ones you don't. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting, and uh, even to go back into my family's old pictures that were left to me by my mom and dad. Oh, just the one you were showing? <laughs> well, yeah, I, I showed you showed one earlier of my, my aunt, uh, you know, and then up in the window, there's just this kind of weird, look, almost looks like he's got a bag on his head. Yeah, he looks yeah. like he's got a flower sack on his head. It <laughs> yeah. looks like like Jason Voorhees from uh, Part 2. Right? Yeah, exactly. He, before he had the hockey mask on. Yeah, but I mentioned that to my aunt. She never really ever thought about it. You know, I said, who's but the guy in the window? But she knew that hotel behind her was haunted. Yeah, well, she said, oh, yeah, we didn't go up in that yeah. in that area. And I think that place, we're talking about a, an old hotel in uh, mm-hmm. Cambridge area. Uh, it's in it's in uh, Kitchener? Kitchener, yeah, but okay. in sort of the... But an old part of the city. Yeah, very old part, yeah. And I think that place is run shut down now? It's No, it's open now. It's a steakhouse, I think. Oh, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. well, there you go. So it's... Uh, it's it's running once but again. But I know it has a it has a uh, a bit of a history for it does have it's, history, it's yeah. paranormal stuff. Right. Well, it has a the river runs right behind it. Yeah. So and you got the, it's limestone around there as well. Yeah. So. Exactly. And well, yeah, maybe we'll have to go for a steak one night. <laughs> exactly. Right. There so you go. Spot any ghosts? I'm always up for a steak. Yeah. yeah. But we've got th- those pictures, and and once you see one, then it's like, okay, I want to go through all the pictures. That's right. Yeah. And uh, you know, so some of them, it's just like, okay, well, you can explain that, or you know, mm. there's just some. And back then, you couldn't really, I guess, if you were trained in a dark room to fake it, you uh, could. But who would? Right. Yeah. Right. But you know, my parents could not certainly afford to hire somebody to put something back there to say, "Hey, look at this." No. You know, like and they wouldn't get a guy to put a flower sack on his head either. <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> no, right? That's right. They put him in a sheet or something. You know, look like a Scooby Doo ghost or something. But. Yeah, I find pictures fascinating, and, and yes, I think we should take more pictures. Yes. Maybe, yeah. 
Because even when we're on investigations, the smell sometimes changes, right? We, we talked about we, that uh, at one yes, investigation. Yes, we experienced that at the governor's residence. Yeah. Where we and we probably should have been grabbing a camera at that point or our phones and just snapping rookies. away. We're rookies. Yeah. Yeah. But we were both uh, yeah. too worked up because the temperature in that room dropped like 20 right. degrees. Mm-hmm. And then we smelled feces all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of hard to be a machine and go, okay, now I take yeah, pictures, right? But yeah, but we'll, yeah. we'll get there. Yeah, so. Something nasty showed up. Didn't like us being in there. But one thing is we had a listener mm-hmm. reach out, and right. uh, he gave me permission to talk about this. Okay. And for the sake of uh, the podcast, I'll call him Terry. Mm-hmm. And he's been having some issues at home. And I think he's from the U.S. And uh, lights flickering, you know, Odd, odd things going on, things that he can't explain. Um, and his little guy, he didn't tell me his age, but he's he's talking a bit, so maybe we'll say three years old, said that in his room he saw uh, a bad guy monster. Okay. And so that, you know, unnerved him a little bit. And I guess last year, last year he'd reached out to me before I went on vacation, when I went to Spain and Portugal. And uh, I told him, I said, get back to me, you know, in September. And he never did, and I thought, oh well, maybe uh, maybe things are settled down, or maybe he just forgot, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he he messaged me last week, I think, and said he's got these issues going on again. So the little guy's sleeping with him and mom, mm-hmm. and they don't want to put him in back in his his room because the poor little guy saw this thing, right. this bad guy monster. Bad guy monster. And I told him, I said, well, send us some photos, and John and I will do our remote viewing and see what we pick up on. And I picked up on an older lady hanging around the kid, and I think it was a grandma or great-grandma, mm-hmm. but she seemed a little off, like a little, uh, yep. maybe some dementia or something like that, Alzheimer's, yeah. but, uh, and she was saying something in another language, and I couldn't understand it. So, um, and then John picked up on a woman as well. But a shadow person. Yeah, the shadow person is the big one. Yeah. These things, the SOB. Yeah. So uh, I told Terry that what we found, and I told him the sage, and he said uh, he did, and he's going to let us know in the near future what happens. Excellent. And I guess if it persists, John and I have to get a little bit more on end and yeah, got to go in there and see what we can <clears throat> do, see if we can get yeah. this guy out of there. Yeah. But uh, there seems to be a. Pa- a lot of shadow people with mm-hmm. kids lately. Right. They connected to kids. Like, I've been hearing a lot about that. Mm-hmm. Like, not just from our listeners, but like a lot of those Facebook pages that yep. I belong to, like these you know, paranormal ones and these ghost ones and everything. And a lot of people are talking about their little kids, two, three, four years old. And Tony has, has this problem with his grandson. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just ran into a guy the other day, and it was funny. Uh, I took my, my car in to get some work done, so they had to, to drop me off. They had my van all day, when, and then this other guy came to pick me up. And he was driving me back to the shop, and he goes, uh, are you Dan? So-and-so? I said, yeah. He goes, uh, are you the ghost guy? <laughs> and I started to laugh, I'm like, yeah. and I'm looking at him, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, how'd you know that? He says, oh, I listened to your podcast. Oh, wow. I nice. said, oh, that's pretty cool. And he says, well, I also saw the ghost book in your car. I had a, a, yeah. a book on paranormal stuff. He says, I put two and two together, and I figured it was you. So I said, okay. And then he proceeds to tell me about a good friend of his 
the three or four year old little boy is having problems with some scary ghost guy in their home. So, I don't know. There's a lot of it going on. Yeah. And I don't know if it's, you know. 2019, especially in January, it, it started. More paranormal activity. The polar shifts and all these right. other things. Plus, uh, aliens, uh, more sightings and everything have happened in, in the month of January. Really? Than in a long time. Huh. So, whether that's true or not, I you know, I leave that to you to well, we don't We don't delve into the alien stuff too much. No. Uh, we have, but uh, maybe I'll have to, we'll have to look into that a little bit more too. Yeah, All the, but it's supposed to be uh, the UFO sightings. Yeah, highly uh, affected time right now, uh, January, February. Mm-hmm. Uh, weather. I mean, you well, get, we've always said when it colder weather too. It's yeah, 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 definitely. That polar vortex that come and oh, wiped us out last yeah. week. Basically, it yeah. just you know, um, and it it changes the magnetic waves in the air. And we talked about ley lines uh, off our pod here but uh yeah. um you know they they constantly move around and, and mm-hmm. shift to different areas as well so mm-hmm. you know i know terry mm-hmm. martin you know the alias <laughs> right he'll be listening and hopefully he'll let us know but the, yeah. the funny thing is i just got to mention uh when he was he and i were going back and forth on messenger on facebook and he's typing you know mm-hmm. and the screen not the actual physical screen, but the digital screen was shaking. Yeah, I actually saw that. Like crazy. Yeah. And, uh, oh, you watched it? I watched that, yeah. And I was like, what the heck? And he he, he videotaped it for, for yep. us and uploaded it. And he says, look, at this is what's going on while I'm trying to talk to you guys about getting rid of this yeah. thing in my house. Yeah, I've never seen it and shake no, like that. I've never seen a computer screen yeah. shake like that. Yeah. And It uh, was like internal. Yeah, yeah internal. It, just, it was like. But it, it was yeah. so weird. It's like an earthquake inside, <laughs> inside yeah. the screen. It's almost like somebody something had reprogrammed want, and just made some, it shake. Something did not want us to uh, yeah. communicate. It yeah. was doing its best to interfere. That, and that's typical of you and I. We yes. always have stuff like that going on. Our gadgets are always yep. messing up. Right. We had a too. comment one time as well uh, from a gentleman that uh, was asking about uh, sleep paralysis. And I know we were recording. A lady. Oh, it's a lady. A lady was yeah. asking us about it. She either had experienced it. Right. And we actually had recorded it on a podcast, yes. and then we lost that whole second half. That's right. Yeah. And yeah. I would keep meaning to message her and tell her that's what happened. But uh, if she listens to this, she'll know, who's, right. you know who we're talking about. Very nice lady. Good. She's commented quite a few times, but... Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, she shared yes. some sleep paralysis stuff with us, and we had talked about it on a pod, mm-hmm. and, then you know, it and then it disappeared. Yeah, so that was a, that was an odd thing too. Uh, yeah. Yes, electronics and and the supernatural or yeah. paranormal don't yeah. mix sometimes. They love to play with them. Yes, drain them, interfere with their use. Well, I could have seen if I would have lost the whole show, but I only lost half of it. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. Yeah. And, and that ha- that's happened twice. To yes, us. it's happened twice to us. But cool. I don't know. It was just odd. But, Very uh, weird. <laughs> Very weird. Yeah, yeah. But, something uh, showing us what it can do. But and, and I mentioned on the Facebook page too for the listeners, uh, we've got some investigations coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, some good ones. Ones that I've talked to you about off. Yes. Off, uh, a pod here. Yeah. And uh, we just did one with Tony and some members of Ship the other day. Mm-hmm. And speaking of ley lines, there was some crazy energy going through one of the bedrooms in that house. A K two meter, I thought it was going to explode. Yeah. Oh, it was it was wild. 
really wild. Yeah. We got some disembodied voices mm-hmm. in the house. Uh, Tony and uh, Michelle heard them. Mm-hmm. And then Tony and I were downstairs in a back craft room, sewing room. And from the dining room to my left, I was standing in the doorway, some man goes, fuck you. Is that right? And I was like, what the? <laughs> you yeah. know, usually Tony's ears are... Yeah, Tony. But he was sitting down. He was further into the room. Yeah. And I was like, man, I said, someone just told us to go up themselves. Go yeah. up ourselves. Yeah. And uh, he was like, okay, well, <laughs> you know, hopefully we'll pick it up on the recorder. But if we get some good EVPs, we'll try and see if we can upload them on the, right. the Facebook page somehow and, yeah. and share them. Yeah, and the last couple of investigations have actually been uh, personal homes of, mm-hmm. of, of people that have asked. Mm-hmm. We're not a big fan exactly. of doing homes because they're hard sometimes when you got people home and yeah, you know the husband wants to watch the hockey game or the baseball game, and yeah, you know, sometimes you get little kids that got to go to bed and right. things like that. But yeah, and then you get all these sounds you're recording and you can't figure out. Yeah, what's you can't what, right? differentiate between paranormal and reality. Yeah. So now, did uh, either one of you project in ahead of time or uh, afterwards? I, or I, I had a look at a. At a a couple of places that Tony sent me pictures on. Well, there's a couple at the same time, and you got a little confused with the location. Yeah, and, and when you guys were texting me, I also had company over, so I was kind of doing a quick little thing. Yeah. And uh, I didn't know which place you were at, but I did get one spirit right, but it was I was kind of like between yep. posting people. And so well, we did, kinda, but we did get a lot of uh, intelligent responses to questions, especially through the spirit box. Right. So that was pretty neat. Yeah. You know, it's really yeah. cool when you ask a question, you actually get an answer. Oh yeah, back. yeah. Because so, that just really validates yeah. the reality of. Yeah, uh, I'm fascinated with the spirits. spirit box, but yeah. <laughs> uh, just because of the line of work that I'm in, really. But, oh, for uh, sure. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it it baffles me. The spirit box will scan, and anybody that's not familiar with it will scan radio stations uh, at a very high rate. And usually what happens is you don't have the antenna up, and sometimes they supply a little bag that you put over top of them so it doesn't pick up any radio signals Right. Uh, for local radio stations. And you'll see guys uh, yep. you know, on Ghost Adventures using them all the time. And yep. It makes a god-awful and, noise. And, oh, yeah. It's it's hard to listen to, or especially after you're doing a review and all you hear is that... But it's basically white noise, and... The spirits seem to be able to get into that frequency, mm-hmm. and when it's scanning that many stations and it makes a full sentence, yeah. that that doesn't make any sense to no. me. No, that's not stations. some local DJ, yeah. right? You know, just no. Randomly and I've talking. heard some stuff uh, online from other ghost groups and stuff that say, "Now listen to this," it, you know, and it's to me, I know it's a piece of a song. It just you know, it has that musical quality to it mm-hmm. or a, a note. And it's like, no, no, that's not one. But right. when you hear a voice that, that goes across like for a, a period of time, even one full word with syllables or something, that doesn't happen if so it's scanning you know, stations. Yeah, it can. When it's going that fast? Yeah. No. Now, stations can bleed a little bit uh, you know, into the next frequency type thing, but it, it's still, it's going so fast that right. it's, uh, it's not going to, to do that's that. That's some other energy manipulating it. Oh, yeah. To, to project what it wants yeah. to project. So it amazes me when mm-hmm. we got responses. Uh, I think at the Wellington County Museum, we got good responses. <laughs> when you asked the spirit if he was in the photo, you were like, man, he goes, no. no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. It was uh, perfect was timing. So. Yeah. 
Because the other night, Tony right. says, uh, oh, he said something like, oh, I think you're a, a good spirit. Yeah. And seconds later, this voice goes, thank you. <laughs> and we <laughs> yeah. all looked at each other like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. And, oh, and we said, mm-hmm. what's the name of the guy sitting in the living room? Mm-hmm. And he was the husband. Yeah. We watched the hockey game. And uh, <laughs> a voice came back and said his name. Oh, wow. And we were like, oh, and he reacted to it. He, yeah. he wasn't really into the paranormal stuff. Sure. and But... Said, well, at least you didn't call me an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so that was pretty funny. Really, the ghost box is really a modern version of a Ouija board. It is, and we'll get into that. Uh, yeah, we don't want to touch version. it yet. Nope. We want to tell the people that to subscribe first of all, right? And we'd like them to make some comments, yes, and yes. stuff because uh, it's it's just all good for us, and we can get our word out there a little further as well as get some high quality guests. Yeah, yeah, send a comment. That's right. Well, like we're going to have show. our first celebrity in, on uh, David Howard Thornton. And he plays Art the Clown in that Terrifier oh. movie, <laughs> which you can find on Netflix. And he's going to be at Shockstock yeah. in London, Ontario. Will he be in costume? He's <laughs> going to be put into costume by the director. Involved. I'm going to be yeah. in our room drinking beer because i got a clown <laughs> thing and I'm not doing it. So... <laughs> He's leaving. Now. I got a hold of him, and and he has agreed to be on the podcast. Oh, that's going to be great. So that's pretty cool. So we will let him know that he's our first, other than Michelle DeRoche. Yep, she's a bit of a bit of a celebrity. She's a celebrity. Too. Yeah, she's been on TV. Yeah. And you, Danny? Yeah. Well, you know? local celebrity. <laughs> local <say>. celebrity. <laughs> yep. When people find you in Walmart and they <laughs> exactly. zero in on you. I don't do clowns. But uh, <laughs> yeah, David Howard Thornton. If you haven't seen the movie Terrifier, don't. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty gory. Okay. But, uh, yeah, don't let don't watch what the kids are on. But uh, we'll be right. talking to Art the Clown. Okay, and Shockstock is when? Shockstock is a going to be uh, August, or, sorry, April 26, 27, 28 in uh, London, Ontario. And go to shockstock.com and check it out. Yeah. It'll be in the area. Looks like a lot of fun. I'm yeah. Like, looking forward it to it. It is fun. And I'm sure we'll have uh, plenty of guests, actually. We'll have them drop by the booth and yes, talk I've, about Yes, I'm stories. lining them up already. Yeah. So, That'll we'll be, be there. Come but find I, us. I think one, one time, too, and maybe we could get uh, all the people involved with Shift and do a roundtable for our podcast. That's I think a good that idea. Would be a, a, a neat little thing to talk about idea. their experiences and, yeah. and how they feel. So, some great upcoming shows. Yes. Lots of fun stuff. Except right. the clown. Except the clown. <laughs> John's afraid of clowns. Guess what I'm dressing up next podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll stay at the pub. And I'm going to whistle yeah, in the I, dark. <laughs> I did love the movie It. Did you? Yes. All right. Filmed in our, around here, Yeah, too. that's right. A lot of it was filmed. Well, it was all filmed in yep. Ontario. Yeah, that's so right. Some of it was uh, minutes from bridge my... bridge there. And, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. If, actually, I'll, I'll plug my little area. Yeah. Have anybody seen the movie It, the new one? The scene where all the kids and the girl are swimming in the quarry. They're jumping off the rocks. That yeah. is literally... Two minutes from my front door. Right near the Wellington County Museum. And if you find Dan's house, he will make you lunch. (laughs) (laughs) Right on. There you go. Dan will be in the sewer grate. Blowing balloons. (laughs) (laughs) All right, John. Ouija boards. Let's go. Ouija boards. My goodness. Okay. Quick personal story. My daughter and her friends used a Ouija board years ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's 20 now, and they did it around 14. And they contacted a spirit that called himself Edgar. And Edgar proceeded to scare the bejesus out of people that stayed there. Um, There was a gentleman who was boarding with the family for a little bit. Uh, 
they support a local sports team, and he was uh, on the team and didn't have a place to stay. And he witnessed the chair spin around, things go on. When the family arrived home... Is this during the Ouija board or after? After. Okay. After they conjured up Edgar, Mm -hmm. and he said, "Um, your house is haunted. And he literally went to his room, put his earbuds in, (laughs) closed his eyes, cranked his music because he couldn't handle hearing the noises or seeing things doing stuff. And these people moved out of that house, and they're convinced that Edgar followed them. And he likes to turn lights off and on. And I'm, the one thing my daughter told me about it, and I said like afterwards, I said like I told you not to touch these things. They were actually going back and forth the yes and no, and that's a sign with that the you got a problem. Yeah, the planchette was just going yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, and then they all they claim they exited out properly, but I know they just screamed and ran upstairs. <laughs> anyway, right. So um, what I was going to start on a couple of things to watch for if you're get doing. A Ouija board session, and if your Ouija board session is going south, the things to watch for: planchette goes back and forth, yes and no. Shut it down, exit, because yeah. that you're conjuring up something you don't want to Say deal goodbye, with. Say goodbye. Yeah. Um, I read some stories about people who didn't have a clue what was going on, and it would actually the planchette would go from the right corner to the left corner and go all four corners. And if it starts doing the all four corners... Like an X pattern? Yep, like an X. You are conjuring up something horrific. And I read a story about uh, the planchette was flying across the room and there was, you know, lights and a pop and all that kind of stuff. So those kinds of things. Opening Um, up a portal or something. If you're ever with a group or viewing a group and the planchette does a figure eight, that's another shut it down move. Oh, really? Yeah, do not... If it's doing a figure eight... That's shut the, it down. That's the infinity symbol. That's right. right. You shut it down, and we do not want anything. You're ending our session, and no one else is welcome to be here. And I've read stories about people who didn't know what they were doing, and these things happened, and homes that were terrorized until the people literally left or got priests or psychic help. Um, so any of those things ever happened. And the other thing I read about, and I read a ton of stories, imposters. You get people that want to talk to grandpa, dad, your brother, whatever. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you'll get this answers that, yep, that confirms what I was, you know, like, you know, you're talking about your brother. What was your favorite sport? And they would come up with whatever the sport was. And then these people, six months, a year later. But you already know what his favorite sport is, and you're thinking about it. Yeah. And so, so it's almost like you're projecting the answer to And so then you give it. Anyway. That's right. Yeah. And, but these people think, oh, that's my brother I'm talking to. And yeah. then all of a sudden, doesn't it'll be, it could be months, it could be a year, the whole thing will turn negative. And you go to a session, and your doses start getting negative. And the spirit that you lose your brother, for example, is starting to talk negative to you. You know, hey, bro, do you like what I've done with the house? No. Looks like shit. Whatever it's going to be. Right. And it, then it starts getting awful. And it might say things <clears> like, <throat> you should kill yourself. I've always hated you. That whole bit. People get psychic in, they get help, and it turns out that was never their brother. It was just a spirit messing with them. Yeah. And if you think about it, it makes sense. A negative entity, you know, I'm, I'm drawing energy out of you, I'm connected to you, all the things that they want. So just really be careful. you got to know what it's doing. And I read a bunch of stories about people having some, uh, trying to close a board out, and they get up from the board, and the planchette will just move around. On its own. (laughs) Spell out what it wants to spell. Um, Give you an example. One story that was, I couldn't believe, 
a dorm room. And there's a whole bunch of dorms on this whole floor. And so the kids are, you know, they snuck some beer in. They're doing their thing. And they called up something that scared the crap out of them. And so then they close out the board. Somebody apparently threw it out the window. Like it scared them to death. Well, the next thing you know, uh, the whole floor, night after night, couldn't sleep because people's computers are being flipped on, lights are being flipped on, stereos are turned on full blast. Wow. And they actually ended up getting a priest to come and do a cleanse of the whole floor. And after multiple sessions of him doing that, it finally stopped. Mm-hmm. So they, in my opinion, they called up a negative spirit. You might be hearing some kid voices. Uh, yep. the, the kids are... Dance are, Academy. Yeah, Dance, Dance Academy is very, very yeah. active. And, but the entire floor was terrorized. People having radios just come on blasting. Lights turned on. Banging wow. and a whole bit. And all from just, hey, let's get some beer. Let's play with that Ouija board that, <laughs> that Joey's got in his room. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, they call up something ugly. And I guess it was doing the figure eight. Oh, wow. Somebody yeah. recognized that was bad. End it, and they threw it out the window, and all hell broke loose. Yeah. And it was weeks, and then a priest finally was able to shut it all down. But everybody on the floor goes back. That was the night it started when they had that little party in someone's dorm room. Wow. Yeah. So, my thing? Yeah, don't touch them. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I think um, the funny thing is, is they sell these in... In toy departments. Oh, you can uh, go to Toys R Us and buy them today. Yeah. They certainly are not the ones, though, when they manufacture them, putting the spirits in the board. Nope. It's not, it has nothing to do no. with that. No. Uh, I've heard of people making their own Ouija boards. Yep. Getting the letters put out the way, yep. you know, I'll, the way it is. I'll get into that in a second. So. Yeah. And, yeah, the same thing. I mean, you can make them. Don't. I'm, don't make them, but... Uh, yep. But yeah, it's it's not the manufacturer. I, they shouldn't be selling them at all, anyway. But uh, everybody they probably the sell thousands of them every year. Though. That's oh, why yeah. so I know a guy exactly. locally yeah. who just bought one for his ten-year-old daughter, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "You dummy! Why did you do that?" <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, I don't believe in any of that stuff." And it's just, I'm like, oh, "Okay." I said, "Well, call me when you're ready to yeah, yeah, we need invest- help. investigation done That's at your right. house." Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, whatever. I'm like, okay. You know. yep. But this is the same guy mm-hmm. from the uh, the pub that we did who got something grabbed his ankles and almost pulled him off the couch. Oh, okay. And I'm like, well, you Yeah, me. what like, do you need? Like, oh. yeah. <laughs> you've already got something uh, that, yep. you know, messing with you, you know, and quote, unquote, you don't believe, or he's just trying to ignore it or mm-hmm. like, whatever. I said, yeah. Okay. I haven't seen him in a while, but uh, maybe I'll go in there and say, "Hey, how's how's the Ouija board working out?" And, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Is your they little play. girl's head spinning around yet. And, <laughs> Can you help me, please? Yeah. yeah. But anyway, you're talking about making Ouija boards at home, right? Now, when I was, I can say, thirteen years old, maybe fourteen, my mom and I we made our own Ouija board. What we did is we did the whole alphabet plus yes and no, and we cut out the letters. Yeah, out of pieces of paper. Put them in a circle mm-hmm. and used a wine glass. We flipped it over and right. we put our fingers on the edge of the wine glass and this thing moved around and we were we, we thought we were talking to my uncle and I'm pretty sure we were because mm-hmm. my mom was asking questions that only my dad knew the answers to. Right. But he wasn't involved with the Ouija. He was 
downstairs watching football or <laughs> hockey yep. or whatever. But we were asking questions of my deceased uncle that only he would know. And my mom would yell downstairs and say, oh, what was your, your brother's you know, nickname during high school? And he'd you know, say, okay, we got it, you know, that kind of thing. So I don't think there's always something negative nope. there. Yeah. But one thing that I also have to comment on is Michelle DeRoche taught me this. She says it's not just Ouija boards. She said a spirit box, mm-hmm. a pendulum, yeah. uh, a digital recorder, right. uh, dowsing rods. It's all the same. Because right. you were inviting something to communicate with mm-hmm. you. So, she says, you know, everybody goes on and on about Ouija boards and how bad they are. And, you know, they're, right. you know you're going to conjure Satan through the bloody thing. But she says, you know what, if you were inviting something through the spirit box or to use the pendulum through you or the digital recorders that we use for EVPs, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. And we all know that mm-hmm. we've caught some pretty nasty things on digital recorders. Yep, yep. Right? Especially poor John here. But uh, she mm-hmm. says, you know what, it's the same thing. And you have to tell them. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Well, you know. Do not attach yourself to me. Sometimes they listen, sometimes they don't, as we all know. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so it's, Ouija boards have that uh, stigma right. from Hollywood. Yes. You know, uh, there's horror movies called Ouija Board and, yep. and the Ouija. And yeah. you see, uh, you know, in movies them using them. And But it's, it's the same thing as, like, even automatic writing. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's something that we'll, we should touch on when, yeah. on a future so, podcast. Because I've done it. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid. So, you know what? If you're going to open yourself up and communicate with spirits, then you have to be prepared for what might come through. Yeah, you may contact something. You might get something that you don't want. So, you're going to open the door, you have to close it too. Yes. Yep, that's right. And sometimes, even if you close it, what came through will not respect that and carry on. No, they will not care. Yeah. yeah, they may want to stay right where they are, right? Yeah, I read a, a really good story by a, a person who was a reporter talk, doing a story on Ouija board, and he observed a group that was, apparently they met every week, and it was kind of like their get-together, and they did Ouija sessions. And this mm-hmm. reporter watched, and total non-believer, he had all the experts' reasons why it's BS, yep. people are actually just moving it to where they want. Mm-hmm. And these people would always say, is there any spirits here that have any information they would like to share? That's part of what they did. And next thing you know, this reporter realizes that the information they're coming up with means nothing to the people at the Ouija board, but it all relates to him. Wow. And they were asking, well, tell us more. And next thing you know, this guy is getting information that he said could only be coming from one of my grandparents. Mm -hmm. And these people didn't know him. So it wasn't like they didn't know. And he said... He actually left. He said, I want to say it's people manipulating to spell the letters they want. But he said, I can't explain how they spelt letters that pertain to my history with my grandparents on their farm. Right. And so he just at the end, he said, he said, I'm going to call it inconclusive because he wouldn't admit it. Right. But there's no way. And he said it wasn't one question. It was multiple. It was a series of questions. Yeah. Series of questions and every answer pertained to him. Yeah. He stood there. He said, I was in shock. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I think part of the reason why the Ouija boards get picked on the most, there's probably more of them out there. Yeah. Because, well, oh, for sure. You know, Walmart might sell it for what? 
15 bucks. Yeah. yeah. And uh, a, dig- a digital recorder, there's an expense there. A, um, um, the, the uh, what's that box that Tony has? I forgot the name of The spirit box. Spirit box. Yeah. That's hundreds. So there's going to be fewer people that are going to buy that. But fifteen ninety nine. And you can board. make one. Yeah, and or like you make it for said, free. That's right. Exactly. You can make one with a marker and paper and a, a tipped over glass. Right? That's right. Exactly. So yeah, yeah. But so many stories of people who do not believe in anything paranormal. Right. And next thing you know, they have this horrific experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I read one on a group of people. They actually did it as adults as a joke. They were sitting there drinking wine, and they thought, and somebody had had too much wine. They put a coffee cup on the table, had a spoon in it, and they're finishing their little moving around. And the spoon began to spin in that cup at an unhuman speed. Cool. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and he said that was the last time they ever thought of doing it. And it was just some kind of a crazy thing they did. Have a few glasses of wine and let's, let's talk to our dead relatives. Yes. And nothing ever happened yeah. except they had that spoon. That's and the person crazy. said he couldn't believe that it didn't just shoot rocket out of the glass. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I think I told it on, on the podcast before when I was younger and we were at a, a cousin's place and my one cousin's like, let's have a seance and I wanted nothing to do with it, right? And I walked out to the other part of the room, like, so it's like a rec room and the other side was like a, um, a workshop area. Yeah. My dad and my uncle were talking in the workshop and I just went over there and, and hung out and these guys were chanting and trying to get a hold of it, you know. <laughs> oh, man. You know, and... I went in just to peek at what was going on, and they're they're in the dark, and <laughs> the corner of my eye had just passed me, zipped this ball of light, and they had a table sitting with a glass of pop on it, and it smashed the glass. Wow. Right? I they screamed. I quickly turned on the light, and they thought it was what'd you do? What'd you throw at us? Right? right. I was like, I didn't do anything, right? Yeah, like yeah. I'm telling them, they wouldn't believe me, right? And it's like, well, what did I throw? Right? They couldn't find anything that you know. Wow. And wow. Yeah. So we've never heard this story before. Dude. I thought I told it. Uh, no, no. Yeah. Well, maybe on an earlier podcast. Hold but, note on us. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that was one of my real first uh, experiences with something. Something didn't want to be bothered. That's right. But yeah. uh, it was definitely like this ball of light, maybe the size of a baseball, maybe like a hardball. And broke the glass. Wow. It, you know, it went flying across the room and smashed the glass. And I've heard lots of stories about glasses getting smashed, thrown in rooms. Yeah. People playing Ouija boards. There was all kinds of accounts. Yeah. There was even a big uh, one where I got some of this information on. It was a Reader's Digest article. Mm-hmm. And the guy did it just because he said there's been so much talk about it and that he maybe didn't quite believe. We should break one out here one night. No thanks. Between the three of us? <laughs> yeah, and let's bring a freaking clown in too, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Great idea, John. Oh. John, John peed himself again. Yeah. <laughs> The Ouija board had its commercial introduction by businessman Elijah Bond in 1890, and it was regarded as a parlor game unrelated to the occult until American spiritualist Pearl Curran popularized its use as a divining tool during World War I. Spiritualists claimed that the dead were able to contact the living and reportedly used a talking board, very similar to a modern Ouija board, at their camps in Ohio in 1886 to ostensibly enable faster communication with spirits. Now, the Catholic Church and other Christian denominations have warned against using Ouija boards, holding that they can lead to demonic possession. Uh, Occultists, on the other hand, are divided on the issue, with some saying that can be 
It can be a positive transformation. Others reiterate the warnings of mainly Christians and caution inexperienced users against it. But I don't know how you're going to get experience if you don't use it. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. right. Yeah. But uh, paranormal and supernatural beliefs associated with Ouija have been harshly criticized by the scientific community since they are characterized as pseudoscience. Um, as part of the spiritualist movement, mediums began to employ various means for communication with the dead. Following the American Civil War in the U.S., mediums did significant business in presumably, presumably allowing survivors to contact lost relatives. The Ouija itself was created and named in Baltimore, Maryland in 1890, but the use of talking boards was so common by 1886 that news reported the phenomena taking over the spiritualist camp in Ohio. But they say it's far from harmless and it is a form of divination. Stay away from it. Yeah, and I, I know I have used it in the past. I've never had any negative come out of it, and we figured we were talking to my aunt at one at one point. I can't say one way or another whether it was uh, or not, and, and I don't remember a whole lot about the session. I know, and I, it made you guys laugh when I said I followed protocol where, it, <laughs> you know, we, we followed the rules where, you know, you said goodbye and made sure everything was closed up. And But we, we do that when we use our... Mm-hmm. The spirit box, the ghost box. That's right. We say goodbye. Everybody's got to say goodbye. And uh, don't attach yourself to us. And I yeah. mean, like I said, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But yeah, yeah. you make it known that uh, you're not yeah. welcome. And yeah, I know. After every investigation, uh, Tony always likes to close it off. Yeah. Too. And, well, I think that wraps up this podcast. We're looking forward to uh, some future podcast guests as. Uh, uh, as well as uh, being on location, maybe. That's right. Shockstock. 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 And there's another one that we've been invited to. Niagara Falls? In Niagara Falls. But after Shockstock, we'll, we'll start promoting that one. Any, yeah. Any Anyone, clowns? Anyone's any clowns. Oh, the whole thing is clowns. Oh. It's like a circus. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to take some pictures while Poor we're clowns. there. They get a bad rap. Yep. Post you them know? on Facebook. You're afraid of goalies, too? Because of Jason and his hockey mask, or what? No. Only the ones you can't score on. <laughs> The ones you can't score on. Alrighty. Alright, so we'll wrap this one up and uh, thank you for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, uh, leave us a nice comment, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Yes, thank you. Phantom Faction Podcast, a podcast to educate, entertain, assist, and guide anyone involved or interested in the paranormal. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com.